Con Radio, presented by Wizard World. Radio for geeks. Well, dudes, Michelangelo here from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original one. Yeah, and you are listening to Candair Podcast. It happens to be a tribute to comics and pop culture, like yours truly, Kawabunga! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Candare, a tribute to comics and pop culture right here on Wizard World's Con Radio. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. And I am Jake Runyon. And we've got a very special episode for you today. And this this happens throughout uh, throughout history on television, especially where, you know, uh, for instance, Steve Urkel drops in on the Tanners <laughs> or Family Guy drops in on the Simpsons. TV crossovers. So why can't podcasts do crossovers, right? We're breaking new ground today, ladies we are. and gentlemen. So we have a, pod pod cast, a podcast. They have podsover, yes. <laughs> Is that how you say it? And this week we are podsovering, was it? I think that's how I say it. With our fellow podcasters right here on Wizard World's Con Radio, the Game Fix podcast, Verlaine and Spanish are going to be joining us for our retro roundtable this week as we talk uh, the original Xbox and its titles. And Kind of stray from that yeah. a little bit. But, <laughs> it hey, that's the beauty hard. of the retro roundtable. You know, you kind of end up in other places you didn't expect to. So um, that's just going to be the entirety of the episode because it was so much fun. We ran a little long, and uh, we hope you guys really enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get right into the retro roundtable. And away we go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! All right, everyone, for this week's Retro Roundtable, we're going to be talking about the original Xbox and its titles. And in order to do this, we brought over fellow con radio podcasters, Game Fix. We have with us today Verlaine and Spanish. Thanks so much for being with us today, guys. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> I didn't think they were going to answer. <laughs> all right, this mission is scrubbed. Let's I all go home. us up! Thanks so much for being with us, guys. We've been wanting to uh, cross-pod for a while, and uh, who better to do it with? We met these guys uh, at the Wizard World Cleveland Con, got to sit on their mm-hmm. panel. was a lot of fun. So, hey, let's cross-pod. You could say idiots. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're okay. I That's when the mic's off. <laughs> Your mic's still off. <laughs> so before we jump too deep into the retro roundtable, really quick, can you tell the listeners a little bit about your show? Yeah, I mean, we're pretty much the only gaming podcast uh, on con radio right now. There's another one. She does more interviews. We just get right to the news. We pretty much give our opinions, uh, try to let people know, you know, up to date things. Um, and we just enjoy the hell out of video games, man. Yeah. We, we do a stream on Thursday nights. Uh, we have content constantly going up on our website. And of course we, do the Ohio tour with the Wizard World guys. Yeah, and check out our website, gamefix.ning.com, and uh, follow us on Twitter, at GameFixShow. That's where we're at. There you go. And we'll have that on the website, too, for yeah. sure. Right on. Let's just jump right in, the original Xbox. Uh, did you guys both I, have them? I've got one yeah. I want to talk about, because it consumed my grades, my life, pretty much every waking moment for a while there. Baldur's Gate. Dark Alliance. Oh, God, yeah. Isometric hack and slash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever run into that, that in the one. wild. 
Oh, I have not played that. You haven't? Oh, it's a treat. Um, you probably heard of Baldur's Gate, which is like the very like party-based, deep oh, role-playing yeah. kind of thing. This is super stripped down. You're controlling one character, yeah. very hack and slash. Something about the graphics, even at the time, were incredible. I can't explain it. They just look really crisp. It's mm-hmm. like they knew just what to do with the resources they had. Action super satisfying. A lot more dismemberment than you're used to seeing in a game of that time. And it was cool. And uh, it pretty much ran off Dungeons and Dragons. I think it was like third edition. So there was like a part of me that didn't have enough friends to even be a nerd that was really excited to play that. Yeah, it came out during the same time as like uh, like Blizzard's Diablo or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a way better version than yeah than Diablo. Really riding that um, that wave, you know. Everyone was into that angle, that type of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that being one of my favorites because it had really good local multiplayer. Mm-hmm. You get four people on the screen at once, hacking up bugbears and beholders and all kinds of weird, oddly named creatures. And the armor would right. update when you put it on too, so you get to look different yeah the yeah, same absolutely. static character all the whole time yeah it was cool so you mentioned the uh the graphics how good they were do you think they'd stand up to today i played all? it i think last month when i found my old xbox and they still look good really i don't know what it is man if you looked up a youtube video of Baldur's gate dark alliance right now you'd think it came out in like the last four years no it kidding. just looks super crisp i can't explain it just hmm. It's like the angle is just right. I think if the camera zoomed in another inch, it would yeah, look like agree. shit on a hot plate, you know. But <laughs> right where it's at, it looks awesome. Yeah, I agree. There, there is uh, there's so much detail in this game uh, compared to a lot of games that were out at that point, you know. Because like, I, I mean, you guys talk about the Xbox. There, there. I mean, you have games like Halo. You have games like, uh, well, in this this game in particular, it was like one of those games that. You looked at it and you're like, oh, look, take a look at it. There, right. it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like th- this game is the future of gaming. It really at that point, and, and it, it was. It really was that. Definitely, because you know that style really exploded. It was almost yes. a little bit ahead of its time. That might be dramatic to say, but I think it was. <laughs> Wasn't and there I, a cheat to get loot? Like you oh give it God. to somebody yeah. and then you log off, log Dude, back you didn't in, even and have to cheat. It yeah, it was just built into the respawn <laughs> systems. Like, let me drop my most expensive shit, log out, log in, bam, duplicated. Easy yeah. stuff. <laughs> After a while, you're so spoiled, you can't even play the game the right way anymore. That was the one I never played. That was the first game I, me and my wife, I finished with my wife. Anything else anymore, she gets tired and goes to something else. Yeah. I will bring it over one of these nights. I'm down to play that. the hell out of it. So this is one of those games you, you play with a with a with a female. Are you sure about that? Like with your uh, she's she's big in fantasy, so it was it was right up her alley. Uh, Not to say there aren't female gamers because there are, but like you know, at that point. I would say there was more male gamers. I see, then, yeah, I see right? what you're saying. Like in that generation, that uh, gaming was still a dude's thing. Oh gaming, yeah. When Xbox was around. If you went to anyone who was like, "Oh, I'm a gamer," they you still had this like stigma stuck to you, like you're kind of a nerd. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and now, man, everybody wants to be a gamer. Yeah. It's easy to forget that like Posers. we're living in the golden age right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when I would have got my ass kicked back in school if I talked about <laughs> half the stuff I talk about on a daily basis. It's now, just now, uh, nowadays you, you play a game, you get your ass kicked by some. 13 year old (laughs) it's really making fun of how small your dick is and or something like that (laughs) (laughs) it's just awesome that it's like that across the platform not with just games but with comics and uh you know action figures and toys and all that stuff i so long i mean in high school i never dared tell anyone i read comics you know that's just a 
that's a black letter on you or a red sure. letter, whatever the what is it a red scarlet, letter? Scarlet, scarlet letter. Yeah. I think black letter sounds more yeah, grim you and you know what the hell I meant, right? <laughs> yeah. By the context, it is clear what you mean. <laughs> there a red X across your chest for the plague <laughs> or something. Now, one uh, video game that actually I heard you guys mention on one of your last episodes was uh, Fable. I, that was oh, the first man. Fable was amazing. Now, those yeah. past that I haven't really played. A, maybe I played the second one and wasn't a fan really, but the first Fable was a awesome absolutely listen closely uh i I, i'm this is spanish if you listen closely i I think it was a terrible game he doesn't like it i Uh, hate it look fable for he loves it people don't understand because they recently just shut well the beta is over yeah legends is dead yep Um, bye-bye i could see why i jumped on that bandwagon right when it was like they just let people into it and the whole time I'm like, this game's got to get better. There's something yeah. about it. It's a good idea. There, it's just, it's got to get better or it will fail. And I didn't think that it would literally fail and just cease to be <laughs> because they tried something new. And that's sad because if they just would have stuck with what they had, they could have at least kept all of the Fable followers. Sure. Right. Like I, the only Fable that I really played was Fable 3. But people don't remember that Fable was the first game that your choices could make you a good guy or a bad guy. You could actually be back in the game. And that was the whole thing about Fable was the choices. They started the choice of being a bad guy instead of a good guy. Mm-hmm. And now tattoos on your face and oh, farted yeah, the people. horns. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people don't understand. You have to like Dave, like yep. you, you got to they, they screwed up the third one by just making it too slow in the beginning, where if if you don't play more than an hour, you're not going to see the cool stuff, right. and you're going to think the game is stupid. Yeah, I can agree with that. Totally. I think that's what happened with the second one, because I downloaded it when it was that's, free on Xbox I mean, 360. I mean, it could have been, because, man, I'm telling you, Fable 3, just the, the combat and the gameplay it was awesome. It was awesome, like having two different elemental powers and the ability to like mix them or just make them double and shoot and melee all in different directions like all the combat is now people just didn't get to see that because they just were stuck in the stupid boring storyline that lasted an hour yeah, i'm with you it. on that the, like i think two it started and then three they nailed they just there's that combat fluidity You've got that combined arms thing going. You know, you smash two dudes in front of you, throw a fireball at one that's 10 feet away. And I haven't really felt something that cool where it worked that well in a lot of other games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I hated how that game, I think this is what you guys are talking about, how it started and you're a child and you have to just worry about the most stupidest <laughs> tasks, yeah. like little Susie lost her teddy bear. Where the hell could, it, you know, who cares? Gotta I Gotta get this pie to the windowsill to cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that kind of stuff did not stop with this beta. This beta, um, if you don't decide to just go into a level, you go exploring the map that they have, the only other things you can do is fish. You just fish. Wait, wait, wait. fishing? Fishing, like a, a fishing. Like you just sit there Sounds like fish a fun game. and try to collect fish <laughs> using different bait. And then there's into eggs in the water. Say that last part again, you cut out. There's fishing and doing what else? You can kick a chicken off of a pier. Into- <laughs> Kind of like uh, picture South Park kick the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Hero of the realm, not afraid to take on the difficult tasks. <laughs> but again, that game, that game had, had cool stuff in the characters. They, I would play this girl that was like an ice-based chick, 
and of course in every game that you're you're like an ice person you know you shoot your ice blast and they turn blue and they slow down and right. maybe <laughs> beacon a little bit right. in this game when you focus and you keep shooting them with this thing they slow down and then they start developing ice crystals and then they freeze and at that moment anyone can hit them with a heavy and they shatter oh wow that was, that was a sweet thing in the game that again like they just didn't capitalize on the good ideas the game had getting that kind of synergy between abilities that's huge yeah when you when it feels like you can pull that off mm-hmm. oh, there's, there's not, not quite like it yeah fable sucks just to just to end the fable section there fable sucks um another really good game that i really enjoyed was uh the second spider-man game the movie game that was was the best that was one of my favorite playstation 2 games ever yeah it was the first time you got the sandbox new york city it was fantastic that one you'd leave webs all over the the buildings too when you're (laughs) swinging around i think they would hang there for a little bit yeah cool yeah wasn't was that the one? It might be a different Spider-Man I'm thinking of. But if you beat the game and put in the right code or something like that, you got the Green Goblin too. Yeah, uh, you were like riding around on his glider. Maybe that was a maybe it that was the Sp- third the, one. I know you it? could do that in the third one. Okay, it could be the second too. I don't know. I never. Uh, I, I have like, distinct memories of the second being awesome, but like that's some free floating little thought that can't figure yeah. out where it wants to stick. Yeah, it was one of those games because you could swing like anywhere you wanted to go. And that, that really kind of like laid the groundwork for a lot of open sandbox games. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Like prototype and stuff like oh, that. Prototype wouldn't exist if Spider-Man 2 hadn't come along. Yeah, you're right. Prototype. You remember any of these spider games that came before this one? Uh, Spider-Man <laughs> games, pardon me. Um, and not to say they're bad, because like uh, I know in like Nintendo 64, there was just Spider-Man, and there was yeah. Spider-Man 2, uh, Enter Electro. These were fun games. but Yeah, you could be like all the different versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. Accurate, it, like the black Spider-Man had infinite web, and cosmic Spider-Man could actually like fly or... yeah. And what was great, Stan Lee, I think, narrated him, too. Like, yeah. welcome, yeah. true believers, you know, to another adventure. But going from rooftop to rooftop, like, in the first game, what they had done was, uh, like, you had to stay level with the rooftops because, you know, all the lower city, there was, like, some poisonous oh, fog, you yeah. know. So, but when you would web swing, you were just shooting out into nothing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah you could, it'd be like there's airplanes that you're grabbing onto. You <laughs> Something like the building, yeah, yeah, to make it believable. But that's what was so awesome, too, about the second Spider-Man game. Uh, on that new platform was uh, you you had to ground on something. You just couldn't web into the sky and <laughs> swing wherever you wanted, you know? That's how the original 70s cartoon was. Yeah. (laughs) Just because of that crummy animation. He's just like, here I go. (laughs) You know, uh, Bruce Campbell did the the narrator. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. There's like one bit in the tutorial where he's like, all right, now that I've showed you how to web swing, try it out a few times while I go and make myself a sandwich. He comes back. Now, impact web. (laughs) Hold down the X button. (laughs) I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Greetings. Welcome to the tutorial. Yeah, I know. You want to get on with things, beat up the bad guys, do the whole superhero thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, everyone's got to start somewhere. Trust me, when you're hip-deep in trouble later on, you'll be glad you went through this. All right, now let's get started. Now get the gum out of your ears and listen good. 
Oh man, that's yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. Easter eggs, right? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> the little secrets. Huh? <laughs> what about you, Jack? Oh, there's a game called. What about you, Mercenaries. Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. Yes, such an awesome yeah. game. Yeah. I Peter Stormare was one. the Swedish mercenary. He's got that voice. Like mm-hmm. if you've ever seen a sleazy Russian arms dealer in a movie, Peter Stormare is the guy who played him. <laughs> <laughs> Love. It. That's another game that was like more graphically awesome yeah. than a, a lot of games at the time. Something about the fire effects. I remember mm-hmm. being really detailed. Explosions and yeah. stuff. Oh, dude. It was kind of like. Uh, uh, what is that one? What you're playing? Just Cause? Oh yeah, basically like that. Where you run around, you have to kill a have bunch you, of people. Have you tried the, the new Just Cause? Oh yeah, I love that game. Really? Because uh, because I, I I had the Just Cause two for mm-hmm. uh, what was that PlayStation three or was that PlayStation two? Now, now I'm trying to remember. It had to probably be three. I played it on three sixty. Uh, like that that game uh, to me was kind of like uh, we, we you know we just talked about Spider Man. I mean th- that that game to me was probably one of the most fun i've had with with an open world sandbox type game because you could just go to different places but like uh i don't know it it was also one of those games that would be like you know put the pie on the shelf to cool it off you know and (laughs) i think i think i was like about four hours into it which is pretty substantial as far as the game goes i pretty much gave it up (laughs) so i don't know so i'm I'm actually wondering about uh, Just Cause 3. I've heard some good things. Yeah, uh, Just Cause 3 is freaking ridiculous. I mean, it's not rooted anywhere near reality, but that's what makes it so great. I mean, you have the squirrel suit, and you still have the wrist grapple, so you can grapple and just fly about anywhere. I still played it. Yeah, very similar to, like, Spider-Man 2. I mean, the missions in that game were shit, man. I mean, they, they weren't really fun. They did they loosely followed the movie and the tie-ins to bring in the villains that weren't in the movie were just <laughs> yeah. really bad. Where the fun <laughs> came in these games is just the free realm. Just, you know, working on your swinging style or working Definitely. on your squirrel suit <laughs> yeah. style, you know. I, now, is Mercenaries, because I've never played either one uh, of the Mercenaries, is it uh, like an open world? Yeah, open world, third person. Go ahead and skip the sequel because it's disappointing. That's why I wanted to play it, but I never did get it. And I was <laughs> oh, disappointed. You just hold on to those cherished memories of the first one and <laughs> keep them safe. Keep them close. That was my first GameFly <laughs> game that I kept. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember renting it from Blockbuster, and then the week was up, and I'm like, hell no. And then they this went out of business to me of that. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wow, Blockbusters. Uh, well, all sitting with the city of Atlantis now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Star Wars Battlefronts, the original ones. I am, oh, dude. Man. Yeah, I you, grew up with it. You, you're, you're speaking Verlaine's language at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, those were great games. I, I enjoyed the second more than the first. What about you? See, I don't remember. The thing is, is I played the first, the second. I played them on PC, and then I also had uh, the ones that were on PSP, which were exclusive oh, to PS. Yeah. So, so I get kind of confused at which ones I played. Um, I just know that I love the game, A, because it was one of the first games where you can go ground to air seamlessly. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you see an X-Wing, you can jump it, you could jump in it and just go. But then the fact that you could just fly up in the air and do the galactic battles, that was the icing on the cake, and that's what ruined this new one. Exactly. The compartmentalization of all the gameplay. It's yeah. Everything's very, you know, a place for everything and everything in its place. So I quit playing, too, before the 
the space battles and stuff because I don't remember it all. The space battles were, I think, only like really available like in custom matches, if I remember correctly. That was the only place I could ever find them. You'd have to go create a match, then choose like space above Hoth or space above Tatooine or mm. whatever. But I don't remember them in like any of like the campaign yep. or anything so like then, that you know what then it must have been only in the psp because you could go from uh you can you know walk around and you see a vehicle you get in the vehicle if it's an x-wing you can hover around or um if you were in the whatever era you were in and all you would have to do no matter what vehicle you were in if it can fly you point it straight up in the air and you shoot and you just fly up it'll do a two second cinematic of your plane kind of like kind of like you know the space warp speed kind of like right and then you're in space, zero gravity, and then the object is to get into their uh, starships and destroy <sighs> the inside. So then you're flying in space, do some space battles, pull into one of their uh, star destroyers, get out of the vehicle, and then you're back on foot, hacking away and making your way to the core to place a bomb. Yeah. See, now, the second one didn't have that ability. It was either you were ground matches or space matches. But uh, the space it, matches did have the uh, ability to land in the enemy yeah. ship and then to take right. it down so, from the inside. So the PSP versions, that's what they did was they combined both of them. And you could, and both of them had um, a point to the mission. You know, the, the guys on the ground are trying to uh, take over some beam. Or, or like a shield, shut down the shield, and then the other guys are in space trying to blow up the ship, you know, while the Empire is in the in the whole meantime trying to capture everything. I would say you got to play it, but I'm sure that no one will, and I don't even think the multiplayer is up anymore. I had Plus, the PSP version. I'm sure it's like at the bottom of a ditch somewhere at this point. <laughs> it's so long ago. I'm going to look it up on YouTube. I want to see that. That sounds awesome. Cool hell. Yeah. Now... Having such a love for the Battlefront franchise. Now, earlier we said, you know, the new one is messed up, which there's, yeah, it is. I I think it's a good game. We still play it a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's enjoyable, but there are so many decisions that they made that are just questionable. Like, why would you give, you know, the players so much in the earlier games and then take it all away? I mean, obviously DLCs and stuff are trying to capitalize, make as much money as they can, but boy, does this game just feel simplistic. There's just a small window into what there could be. It's it's the same opinion I have about um, Halo, the, the new Halo five, Guardians, right? That's yeah. yeah. It's like, it's a cool game taken on its own, but it's not Halo. You know what I mean? Like, to me, this is a cool game. It's just not Battlefront, you know? Uh, I just, agree with you. It's a Star you. Wars shooter. It's just not. But Battlefront, I have to say, playing Battlefront, it, it when you play it, it feels like battlefront yeah it has that whole you know kind of lead the target feel to it no aiming down well it has they added aiming down the sights but um you know it was generally just a kind of counter-strikey kind of shooting right um i think it feels like it except for when you get into vehicles the whole power up thing and then the lack of everything else that shit yeah. pisses me off going to get in a vehicle and i am not killed fond of that system there. well the the hero power up just irritate the crap out of me because in the old games you had to earn it you know yeah, after you did too. so well you yeah. know you could play a, a trooper that was more advanced then there was maybe a shield trooper then you earn the ability to play as a hero and now this they just like throw a coin out in the middle of everything like <laughs> go get you know, it go, go crazy. get it guys yeah yeah first one wins yeah i don't like that at all 
Yeah, burying no. a win button somewhere in the level is not the same thing as making it tactically complex. See, now I, I'm not I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I've never really been a big Star. I know people look at me like, "What? You're not?" But um, so you I, can I feel just, me looking at you through the Skype program, right? Like, <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll give you a, an idea of how much I don't know Star Wars. I literally uh, found out this year that uh, that it's not Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy>. Wow, <laughs> that is oh, something that I just found out this year, and I was just like, "Oh, oh, really? It's ta- oh, it, oh, Ian. Oh." So. <laughs> <laughs> but but saying that, you know, like because obviously all the videos online, all the all the pre stuff that you saw, and you're, you're just like, "Man, this game looks like it's going to be the game of all games." Like, right. I mean, the the it just looked beautiful. Everything about the game was like, "Man, this is going to be good." Uh, although. So, but I, I looked at it as more of a just a video game, not a Star Wars video game, just because I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I had an open mind with it because I was like, okay, this has got to be good, right? Well, I played it. I'm not a big fan. I, I it's it's not really a game that I'm into that much. I'm I'm when it comes to first person shooting, I'd, I'd rather to be able to load reload. Mm, yeah, like. I, you know what? I that still me off. I still reload in the game. It just doesn't do anything. I was doing it last <laughs> night too when we were playing. Actually, I kept hitting it. I'm like mashing that. It's one. a force of habit when yeah. you're used to shooting games. Check your corners. If you've got yeah. one round missing from the clip, you reload. Now's the time. Exactly. That's, <laughs> well, that's truth. Got a second. If you got a second, you should always make sure you reload. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That's a that's a tip. Infix guys himself. But imagine. <laughs> Imagine if shooters actually in that aspect uh, with bullets were actually real. So, so (laughs) kill a guy, but only use you you pull down the trigger, use three bullets, he's dead. You still got eight left in the fucking in the clip, and you throw it away and just put a fresh one in. Right. There's a game I've been playing with some friends of mine called Hell Divers. It's like Starship Troopers, the game with all the fascism intact, and it's the same way. Like you cannot ditch that clip if you've got two, three rounds left in it because you need them. Yeah, uh, it, it is actually a uh, free game on if, if you're a PlayStation um, Plus member. It was it was I think it was this month or the month before. It might have been last month. Uh, but like I, I actually got a chance to play that game. Uh, that's a fun game. Oh, and it's I, a I know treat. Exactly what you mean by you know you got to make sure you, you know you use pretty pretty much the rest of your clip because if you don't. Uh, you're gonna lose the clip. Yeah, and, yeah. So I, I get that, but uh, other than that, I, I thought it was cool. Kind of a top-down game. You know. Do most shooters work like that? Because I feel like Halo, oh, like if no, you no, no. reload in the middle of a clip, mm. it just refills. It, it doesn't still have the remaining right. bullets. Yeah, and they're yeah. pretty lenient with that in most right. games. I, I, always, an option. I always thought in my head when you're like reloading and like because you know if you've ever actually loaded a clip i mean i don't know if you guys have ever shot a gun and loaded a clip huh. it you know it, it doesn't take two hard. seconds it's you know it's, it's hell on your fingers too <laughs> it, took me, it took me like 15 minutes the first time i ever tried <laughs> <laughs> so like you guys just a, stay there just give me a minute <laughs> yeah, i'm playing a game and i'm just like wait how did i reload that so quick like, i mean it's a game like it. <laughs> Got another gun. Got another gun. Well, speaking, what, else, what other games you got? I was just going to say, speaking of uh, great shooter games, we're dancing around the obvious uh, Halo here. Did, we, okay. did you guys ever play Halo? Oh, yeah. I played Halo oh, on yeah. PC. I, uh, I played it on an Xbox. That, that is definitely a game I, I, I played through because, uh, I mean, as, as a first-person shooter game, that was just like, what is this? Oh, my I mean, God, yes. We went, we went from uh, GoldenEye 007 to Halo, and I was just like, yeah. in it. Like this is amazing. So yeah, uh, uh, definitely big, big Halo. Guy. And when you think of it in those terms, that big leap, Halo changed everything. Oh, it's pretty absolutely. much the standard, you know, without a doubt. Here, 
actually, Starship Troopers changed everything. I used to wreck a lot of ass in that game. Um, I would only play the, what's the most common? The, the Not Dust Bowl, is it? That's was it the, with well, the two bases on either side, big dry yeah, gulch, like or bloodlines or something? Blood that gulch. Blood gulch. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude. Oh yeah. I, I would gulch. spend hours on that level, and back in the day, Halo had like three or four different weapons. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was still so fun. Again, it was like the vehicles. The, that was a game that took on the jumping into air vehicles really early. Yeah. They limited how high and stuff, but you can do it. I remember the single player of that game actually being scary when it came to the horde. I mean, not the horde, the oh, flood. The flood. Yes, yeah, was. absolutely. Like, that flood. was just like a side story <laughs> that they throw into the game to separate the main story. And every t- every single game going through the halos, when it came to the flood section, it was always creepy to me. Yeah, it's, it's always the how fun. much it changed the gameplay. Like the core gameplay was the same, but the way you played changed right, so yeah, much oh, yeah. when you're dealing with the flood. It was a cool sci-fi shooter, and all of a sudden it's a zombie survival game. Yeah, because you're always on the back foot fighting the Flood. You're Mm -hmm. not the superhuman soldier anymore. It's an interesting (laughs) change in the power dynamic. And I hate how they've removed the Flood from the franchise and replaced it with the Guardians. Really, what is the point? Because now you're just shooting at some kind of an apparition there. You you, you don't feel the real bullet impact on your enemy, you know? They don't bleed. That's the problem. I'm going to say it. I don't care if that puts me on an FBI watch list somewhere, but they don't bleed, and it's not right. If it doesn't bleed, you can't kill it. Exactly. (laughs) You mentioned earlier, though, about Halo 5, how it just doesn't have that Halo feel. It's it's cool, but it's not Halo to me. I put it in this past week, and... I had a moment where I, you know, that really sunk in for me. Halo has always been just the biggest video game for me and you know for many many hundreds thousands of people but sure i just have had such a love for this franchise and for five to come out and get that feeling you know this doesn't feel like halo anymore was really kind of it's a uh, betrayal it hurt inside yeah. right here man you know it's like realizing that your senile grandpa really doesn't remember your face there's yeah. just a part of your life that's done now <laughs> It's time to move on. Well, don't, don't grow up. Go ahead. It's coming out here in the next month or so. It's called Doom. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on Doom. <laughs> I've heard about that, but I haven't seen anything about it. There's a new Doom coming oh, out? Yeah. yeah, dude. And it's going to be intense. <laughs> if you go to our website, gamefix.ning.com, uh, we Ooh, have plug. a video for, we posted a video <laughs> the multiplayer uh, the multiplayer trailer, and that's what what got me with Doom. With this new Doom game, okay, regular Doom, I get it, it's Doom, but this game, the multiplayer, looks awesome. It's bringing it back to the old like Unreal Tournament. Yeah, it's got like the spirit of Quake in there, you know? Yes, and then it's also got this whole um, well, like you can get cursed by a demon, and you turn into a demon, so then you're like a bit, like a monster, like you're, you're way overpowered. And you just go around killing guys. Whoever kills you gets possessed, but doesn't necessarily turn into the same demon. And one of the demons kind of reminded me of like from Aliens versus Predator, how the aliens would would see people and he could like crawl or do some shit. I don't know. It's it's worth checking out for sure. Man, yeah. Every part of me is ready for that game. I was excited when Doom came out on Xbox. Yeah. And and then it was like a crummy diet survival horror thing. There were some spooky moments, but it wasn't Doom. It wasn't Doom. Doom is about being overwhelmed. It's about the over the top. Like there's a mod, Brutal Doom. I don't know if you've ever heard of, played Mm -hmm. it. It's basically 
Like, if they... Ma- it's basically this Doom that's coming out, but just using the old graphics. There are all kinds of melee fatalities and ripping people apart, and the gore is cranked up to 11. And I swear to God, they saw that mod designing this game. They're like, that. We need that right now. <laughs> oh, it loves me some Doom. Every, like, three or four months, like, when the moon it, rises have- and hits me, I'll be like, oh, it's Doom o'clock. It's something yeah. about it. Yeah, my, my, original, my original playing of Doom was PC, so Wait. I... What's that? Oh, I just said, yeah, definitely. That's that's the way that's to do it. That's what I was, too. And, uh, I mean, I, I could still remember the, the God Mode code. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Like, that's how you started it. Like so, like, and then you you would you put infinite ammo or got you know God mode, and you know you were God, and nothing could kill you. It I really... refused to do God mode. Refused it. Ooh, look at this yeah. guy over here. <laughs> Hi, Hi by the rules. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't really do that stuff either. Yeah, but I see. Okay, I I, I played. I probably played the PC. You were also of like eleven years old. Probably. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I played a lot of it, and I, but you know I got to the point where I couldn't get past this level. I couldn't get, and I'm like. God, I just want to see what the next level is. What you know? What fuck it? I D K F A tab. And then and then I'd be like, oh, that's what the next level. Is. Oh yeah, that's a you know. So I don't know. I guess I'm a cheater. Whatever. I used to cheat a lot in games because yes. I, I I loved games when I was younger, but I still had like really bad anxiety. So whenever yes. there was any risk or I thought I was in danger, I just lock up and I wouldn't want to play anymore. So I had to have the cheats on if I even wanted to play the game. It was not. So had the old there. Gabe Genie. Oh, dude. Oh, man, I had one of those. Game Shark for the yeah. PlayStation. <laughs> yep. Ultimate cheating. Bunch of cheaters. <laughs> well, the cheat codes in the GTA, what was it, San Andreas? Oh, yeah, those are cool. You, you could, could jump so high that it yeah. actually hurt you on the way back down. Yeah. Hey, you get the jetpack, and it doesn't really matter at that point. <laughs> right. God, that was a good game. The new one's fun, but uh, it's got some problems. The online's just kind of useless it's to even try weird. playing it's anymore. It's not as exciting as I thought. The most fun I ever had with Grand Theft Auto was in 4. I thought they nailed the online in 4. felt uh, right. It was just loose enough that I enjoyed it, but there were still things to do. Well, with 4, I kind of got the same effect as what we were talking with Battlefront. And the games before, mm. you keep giving okay. us more and more and more, and then here comes 4, and you take it all away. Like, you <laughs> Took all yeah. the planes away. Come on. It's definitely hell, less zany. That's for yeah. sure. I'm with you on that. Zany. I'm a zany guy. I need my well, zany fix. I. <laughs> Do you remember a game called Mark of Cry? Mark of Cry. I remember the title. I'd have to look it up to, right, to remember here. it. You might hear something you might remember. Uh, a lot of people don't remember this. All right. So the commercial for Mark of Cry was this dude dressed up and he was at um, a women's defense class. So he's dressed up in that big padded kind of suit right (laughs) um and they all start kicking his ass and then all of a sudden he stands up and this blue bar crosses over all of them and then like they have the playstation buttons over their head and then he kicks their ass you don't remember (laughs) that either no i don't remember that the commercial the only thing that had anything to do with the game was the oh yeah i remember seeing the cover okay yeah yeah never played the game but oh all right Anyone with a PlayStation 2, if you want to play one of the best games made, wow, play that's that a game. bold claim. That's a that, big statement. I don't even game, know if I agree with that. Okay. I'm not, that game, I want to say, started the whole rhythm combat type of um, I can see that. different directions yep. um, wow. because of the fact that you made you used your right stick to just sweep over all the enemies around you, which would put the, the buttons over them. So when you push the X button, you'd go to the guy that had the X on him. Huh. push the square button you'd go over to the guy no matter where he was you'd attack him so then you have this flow 
that you could just like keep going back and forth. And it was one of the first games besides the Lord of the Rings games to actually do that kind of cell shaded. The story was phenomenal. Anybody just check this game out. There's a sequel. I never played it. And this game is actually, I believe they have it on PlayStation now. Is that the I subscription? So. Yep. yep. Uh, if you can, oh my God, play this game. I got to check it out now. Does that game have a destroyable environment? Or no, I'm, uh, I might be thinking of something no, else. I, I don't think it does. It has no. stealth. Has a lot of stealth. Okay, yeah, too. I definitely like, never um, played that. If you ever played, yeah, it, it's good. And you also get a, this bird, and you could just shoot the bird out, and it'll like kind of scan ahead to certain areas, and you could use it kind of as like a, a camera, like a remote camera. Oh wow! But you use spirit. It's sweet. Just that's a it pretty out. big concept for that time. You see a lot of stuff like that oh, now, especially I, in games like Far Cry. But to have it back then is cool. Yeah. The, the, there, there's a game that I always like that I that I actually played with some buddies of mine when I was a kid. Uh, and this was on the PlayStation Two, but it was also on the Xbox. Uh, if you guys ever played the State of Emergency? Oh, man. oh wait a minute. Was this the no, um, the zombie it's, it's game? A, no, no. It was no, like uh, riots and riots, looting like, and violence. It was really the big three <laughs> that the game was. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much you're going through a mall, and yes. you you are just killing everybody. Oh man, and, so I mean that's brutal. one level. Yeah, and, and you're and but th- but then you're getting points for all the people you kill, and then you're getting points for the, for destroying things. You get money or you get whatever it is. Uh, that game to me was so much fun, and it was just one of those games where you really didn't have anything to, like there, there was, was no, there was no goal. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing. It wasn't like oh, oh yeah, my like, god, because, I forgot like, about this game. Yeah. Yes, like, I played the crap out of it. So cool. It, just and, and then, but then, but see, the the best part of the game was that you get all the crazy weapons. Yeah. And and it, it was kind of like uh, what, what's the game right now that you can uh, Borderlands? Not Borderlands. Uh, you can get a, like a purple dildo and oh, Dead Rising. Uh, Dead, uh, Rising. Uh, <laughs> Dead Rising. That's what Dead I was Rising. thinking. Of. And then uh, Saints believe... Row has a lot of weird shit. Saints like Row, oh, yeah. yeah. That's Saints Row. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I really believe Save the, Save Emergency kind of set the groundwork for like a Saints Row or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, that that was from Rockstar and pretty much what they did was they were like all right let's take grand theft auto take out all the story and the being good anyways when i had grand theft auto 3 no matter what i was trying to accomplish it always ended up with me just screwing around killing yep. and destroying absolutely much shit every as single time exactly that's all five stars on you <laughs> <laughs> then cheat code to get rid of the five yeah. stars <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the only time i ever did cheat I forgot all about that game. That was awesome to remember that. Yeah, that was <laughs> killing random people all over the man. I remember that was picking a up a severed head and killing like three more people with this dead guy's head and having that moment where I'm like, yeah, this is the game for me. <laughs> that was the downfall of society. <laughs> right? There need to be more games like that. What? Yeah, the, there was actually a game. Uh, let's let's see how good you guys are. All right. There was, there was an actual game, uh, pretty new. I'd say PlayStation Three, uh, or or Xbox Three Sixty. Um, there, there was a game where it was pretty much this, but you actually had to go through and kill innocent people because normally you get a game and you know the bad guys killing people or something. Right, like you're right. Doing save. This case, this game, this particular game, and it's a very popular game. There was a, there was a scene. In this in this game, where you actually had the option to play it or not, because of how grotesque that it was. was. Uh, Modern Warfare Two. There was like the uh, airport massacre, right? Was that the one? And the only reason yep. that was unex. Sorry, I was talking in my headset. Oh, yeah. The yeah, only reason mine. that was because <laughs> uh, it didn't have the cartoony graphics. Right. Yep. Yeah. It was just full on 
killing. That was kind of that was a that was a kind of a creepy scene oh, when yeah. you first played it. And I you're remember like, what? Yeah, I remember playing that in my apartment all by myself. You know, it came the day it came out. I got the game. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Play through the campaign. I'm a big campaign guy. I, I like playing through different campaigns and at least seeing the storyline and, and kind of sure. It's like yeah. it's it's like reading a book for me. I don't read many books. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I experience video games and I like the storyline. I get that. But like, you know, at the beginning of the game, it said um, it, it gave you the option if you wanted like it to be, you know, are, are you good with it being gory or not? You know, or yeah, what, I, I remember that. Well, and of course, I said, yeah, I'm fine with it, whatever. You know, and then and then we get to this level and I'm playing through. And as I'm doing it, I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's what the question was for. Yeah. <laughs> so let me. Let me get Which this is, straight. But you, about all the thirteen-year-olds, they went, "Yes, I can do this." Sure. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a part of the game where you actually go through massacring just innocent yeah. people yeah, in the airport? They're, they're trying to incite a war or something. So they're yeah, posing as some different with a bunch of Russian group. thugs, yeah. trying to get and on like their you side. You as Don't, the player are like taking out women, yeah, children. Yeah, you're undercover. And oh my undercover god with these terrorists and if you don't do it they kill you because then you blow your cover so yeah. you have to kill these innocent people you just mow them down oh, you're mowing yeah. you're throwing grenades you're doing you, you you have this i don't even know which gun it is I'm, I'm actually looking at this gun i can't, I can't remember which what it was but it was one of those guns that takes like five minutes like to a, reload like an, one, one of those light machine guns oh right so like and and, and it would be like it's like a, i think it's a thousand rounds per clip so, I mean, you didn't yeah. need to reload that often, and you were just and, – and, and mind you, you're not running. Yeah, you're just walking yeah, through an airport. Run. You don't run. You're just walking, and, and you're, you're, you're pretty much just mowing these people down. There's about I – w- I would say about 10 guys in a row, and you guys are just moving forward and just taking anyone out that's in front of you, anything that moves. Really. I remember it was a big deal with the news because the, the news made a I big deal say. about it because of the, the whole morality part of it. When did this come out? This is a while ago. Yeah. Is a fairly old one. Two thousand and nine. I'm saying two thousand nine. Look, I'm looking. I'm looking. That sounds about right. That's yeah. That sounds about right. I actually. feel like I had to have had this game, and I can't believe I wouldn't remember that. I remember at the end of the mission, you're sitting there just like questioning yourself. <laughs> I think I need a shower. Yeah. this isn't good. I got it. November tenth, two thousand nine. Look at nice. Look at wow, that. very good. Yeah, very good. These it. guys know their games. Yeah. Hence I'm, the game picks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, you know, you know, just to kind of give people like who we are and everything, I, I, I kind of want to give a quick background about like what how we started gaming. Yeah, sure. Uh, if, that, if that's cool, if you go know. right ahead. Um, like when I was a kid, my my father brought home an Intellivision. Oh wow! And lucky duck. Yeah. So and it, yeah, and you know, there, there was I'm sure there was something with ducks in it, but like, what, what, I, <laughs> what I remember most about it was uh, th- there was a bowling game. I remember bowling with my dad because he was a bowler, you know, so he was like, oh, this will be good. And I remember coming like my dad getting it and he, he came home like late at night and like, oh, God, I can't even I don't even know how old I was. That was probably like eight, <laughs> seven, maybe. Wow. And like and I come downstairs at like two o'clock in the morning and he's playing and we, we played for like three hours. And I, I really believe that that's kind of how I got started. And I mean, he had Pac-Man. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Enough said. Still yeah, a great then, game to this day. Yeah, and I think then by the time I was like twelve or so, we got, we got an NES. So that was a, maybe. No, I think I was younger than that. I mean, I'm like nine. I got to think about that. It's funny when yeah. remembering gaming. Uh, you know, there's always life before the NES and then life after the NES. I, I mean, oh, I remember having the, uh, the <laughs> yeah. Atari Twenty Six Hundred for the longest time and watching all my friends yep. around me get the NES and thinking, "When's it my turn?" You know. And, <laughs> 
Gaming was never the same afterwards. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you're good. No, really? What, what do you, uh, what? What do you what, how'd you get started? Uh, the Atari 2800. My ah. dad, see, but I was kind of late to the party. I, I, I think I ended up getting a 2600 when the Nintendo came out because I was in Germany. So my parents gave me this big bag of just games because my dad was in the military, okay. got a bunch of stuff. I was addicted <laughs> to Atari. Like I was addicted. And then I moved back to the States and all of a sudden I'm seeing the first commercial I saw for Nintendo was Zelda. The guy running around just saying Zelda and then makes the, the sound effects like Octorok. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what is this? And then it's like yeah. for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And then I found out what it was and that was the end for me. I was addicted ever since then. I was Nintendo until PlayStation. Yeah. And now he's Xbox. Because Nintendo didn't grow <laughs> up. <laughs> That's true. No, Nintendo. you know, you're right. And it's but, fun to kind of fall back on Nintendo sometimes, at least for me, to like play Mario and stuff. But I only ever have like, like we have a Wii, but we only have like two or three games for it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah. Well, this so, has been a lot of, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was actually going to say, uh, you know, people listening to the show, uh, they should go back and listen to our show that we did on Monday. Um, to, to, just to kind of let them know, uh, there there is something huge that happened in the in the news on Monday, and uh, if you, if you weren't kind of aware of it, I, we we kind of want you to go back and listen to it. Uh, I'll I'll at least mention what it what it is. Um, it, it's it's probably one of the biggest things to happen to video games in. Oh, I don't even know. I don't. It, it's huge when, when it comes to on. You guys heard of the game Rocket League? No. <laughs> yeah. Rocket no. League? The sensation that's sweeping the nation, yeah. Yes, it really is. It's well, like RC uh, Mike, car soccer. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I've never played it, but I wanted to. Really? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the yeah. news with that is it's it's coming to the Xbox. It's already out on PlayStation 4. It's coming to the Xbox and the PC. And uh, the big news is Microsoft is actually pushing to have console-to-console -console live multiplayer. I could so, get behind wow. that. So that, that would be, be cool. That, that oh, sitting home with my PlayStation 4, Verlaine sitting home with his Xbox One, we could still play together. Oh. Nice. It's, it's, it's just an idea, but Microsoft is pushing it, but Verlaine has other thoughts. Um, you yeah. know what? I have I have two things. Two things just happened just then. Okay. One, you did some weird time manipulation thing. My brain is like frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> and two, you just told them what the news was. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, we're gonna get more. Into You're right. Okay. I was sitting here thinking, like, man, we're gonna have to really pay attention here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it, but yeah, we're we're actually gonna get more into it. Like Verlaine's gonna give his side of the things and, and and why he thinks it's going to be good or be bad or whatever it might be. You'll find out You'll last Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear last Monday. No, that's great because, I mean, every time, well, with Battlefront, for instance, every time we, uh, like, ask around people at work or something, you, want, you got Battlefront? Yeah. You want to play tonight? What's your yeah. Xbox gamer tag? Oh, I got a PlayStation. Like, Oh, <laughs> well, we'll be over here. Yeah. <laughs> Not that we're haters. We're just no. kidding. It's big news, but yeah, we, we're going to get into that a lot more. On the show. So you heard it from their mouths right to your ears, people. You need to listen to the Game Fix uh, episode that came out this past uh, Monday to get the rest of the details on that. I know I'm going to be listening to it. I, well, I guess I'm going to be a part of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be on that episode. Yeah, we're, this whole cross pod. <laughs> I'm still used here to on the way to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for taking time to uh, join us for our retro roundtable. We'll get this 
hammered out and we'll do this again where it's yeah. a little bit uh, less a little more seamless <laughs> I, i'm down i'm, I'm fine with it Right. Thanks for having us, Jim. And I know your name's not Jim. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. <laughs> All right, Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to www.cannairpodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on our social media, go to the Wall of Justice, see the Hall of Heroes, see our videos from our YouTube page. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, go to our contacts page. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> oh, I couldn't hold it. I was going good for a minute there. <laughs> that was fantastic. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. Uh, the YouTube channel hasn't had a lot of action Not lately, but new, uh, yeah. working on some stuff for that. It's, yeah. it's down the road, but it's uh, it's going to be worth the wait, I think. Big things. Big things coming down the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, we're going to be at the uh, SpaceCon here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, what are those dates again, Jack? April 9th and 10th. April 9th and 10th. We're going to be selling uh, comic books from Think Alike Productions and from AcesAndAidsPress.com. So if you're in the area, stop in, say hi, uh, buy some books. Come on. They're good books. They're all good books. Yeah, very good. Uh, well, and don't forget to check out you know the other great shows on Con Radio, uh, including Game Fix. Uh, it's Probably my go-to show on there, and I'm not yep. saying that just because you guys are sitting there listening. I'm not going to your ass or anything. Your guys' show and uh, Modern Geek, I think, are the two I always go for yep. right away. Okay. So, good programming. Be sure to listen up. And I think that's going to do it this week. Until next time, I am Jeremy Colley, Jack Doherty, Jake Runyon, Erlane, Spanish. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good job, kid. You might just make something of yourself after all. Good luck. I said, good luck. Good luck means goodbye. See, there's nothing more to see here. chicken hold on there boys wow it's flint instead of writing your name write candairpodcast.com and help spread the word well that's a great idea now we know and knowing is half the battle gi joe say that again you cut out yes Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 